Welcome to Speak with Ibukun. We're now on the sixth decade with Gwinga, and he, he finished out the fifth decade telling us about himself and his wife praying and deciding on who their children will marry. So I, I asked him to reserve it for this decade because at this point you're in, um, in your 50s, early to late 50s in your sixth decade. And I would imagine your children are grown by then. And is this a decade where your children start to marry? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. So what did you mean by um, praying and deciding who they marry? Well, um, in the first place, I, I don't want to be a... Um, I, I hope it's not going to offend people of, other, of, of the other faith. In the first place, I wouldn't want my children to marry. I wouldn't have, well, of course, they are married now. Married from a different faith. Mm. Um, um, I remember my only daughter brought in someone from another faith. And I, I totally rejected that. In the sense that it's very possible that you might think that you will convert the other person to your faith, which you grew up with. But it's not always, it's not always, um, it's not always possible. I, I'll give you two examples from the scriptures, since this is um, quite a number of your listeners are Christians. One is a man named Ahab, who married um, the daughter of Pharaoh, Jezebel. And this woman was evil, and she was the one taking all the decisions. The one, one, of, one of the greatest sins of Ahab was that she instigated him to kill a man named Naboth um, because of his, um, his uh, plot of land in um, 1 Kings chapter 21. And she did several other evil, um, which, I mean. Then the second person was the wisest man on the face of the earth. Um, his name um, was Solomon. Um, the, the Bible is very clear in chapter 11 of First Kings that Solomon married many wives. And when he was old, his wives turned his heart away from his God, and he no longer followed God. So that, that's so. My my decision mm. is actually stem from there. You you marry a non-believer, you're in trouble, you know. And, and the, you you never can tell what what uh, where that can lead you. So we we needed to pray, and and we um, and my prayer. Let let me. Share this it's also from the scriptures. Abraham needed to find a wife for Isaac. Uh, so sometimes you wonder why he needed to send um, Eliezer, his servant, to Padanaram, to the house of uh, Bethuel, where uh, they brought in Rebekah for, 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 um, for his son. So, and if you, if you read that account, Abraham prayed. And then when Eliezer got to Padanaram, he also prayed. And uh, it sounds like 
like a coincidence. Lord, whoever, this damsel, whoever comes to give my camel water, let him be the one, I mean, let her be the one that you have chosen for my master. And behold, Rebecca showed up. Uh, was that coincidental? Or was it an answer to prayer? So uh, that's what I mean. We, we stood against, against, um, against, um, uh, against unbelievers. I put it that way. I won't mention any religion. Um, you know. So was that the only requ um, requirement or consideration, if you will, um, if well, they were a believer? At least that's the first and very important. Okay. The second is that I expect, I wouldn't expect my, my son or my daughter to take a future partner from, um, from someone in the, I don't know what you call them, in the, um, in, in the West, but a lot of the entertainers we have in Nigeria are probably occultists and they, they do all kinds of things. They, uh, you know, they wordly in a way. I don't know how you can frame that. Um, I, I wouldn't expect my, 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 any of my children to, to have gone into such homes to pick a wife or husband. So ancestry too matters. It does not matter whether that family is wealthy, popular, uh, famous or whatever. No, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. But it must be a, a family that one could... Um, uh, I, I'll give you an example of, of my first one. Um, I couldn't contain my joy when she found a girl um, uh, with whom whose parents actually welcomed us to Akuti in those days um, with kegs of water and all of that and prayed with us and all of that. And so when 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 this uh, when this young man said, "I found a wife," I said, "Who is she?" I won't tell you. I won't tell you yet. Let me let me let me just continue this. And when he told us, we were we were elated. And, you know, so, uh, and I can tell you, Ibukun, that was an answer to our prayer. That was an answer to our prayer. Uh, but I won't say that they all, they all, I mean, we've had a couple of bumps, um, you know, along the, with, with, with some of the boys. And, uh, but that, that's what I mean. I mean, mm. maybe that, that you, Yes, and, and um, I, I just thought it would be a good thing to explain because some people are open to other ways of thinking as long as they understand the context and the foundation of why you think that way. And I understand it because as a parent, you do, you, you're forever a parent. You don't stop being concerned exactly. about the decisions yeah. your children make. And um, yeah, I wanted to give you an opportunity to explain what you meant so people don't take it out of context. So what I heard was as a, your responsibility as a parent to your children, you were conscious enough to pray about who they brought to you and based on certain requirements, being able to give your blessing, which a lot of people um, want on any um, relationship, especially long-term relationships such as marriage that they decide on. So thank you for sharing that. 
so this decade sees you at age 51 to 60 where where are you physically are you still in nigeria yeah uh, yeah i'm still in nigeria still in nigeria but um this this decade um, um is a decade i will call a a full gospel decade full gospel decade um we were totally sold to the gospel even though we we didn't um, go to Bible school or anything to become full-time pastors or full-time um, evangelists. But this decade met us. We we attended seminars. We 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 went to villages to minister to um, to enriched um, people um, in in the villages. We we I mean. It actually reminds me of what I did very early after my salvation, going to minister to the people. And like I told you, I have this soft spot for the underprivileged and the oppressed. So um, we, 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 went, we went all over the place. It was a year of missions, um, uh, of missionary, missionary work, if you like, uh, combined with my with my uh, circular work. Um, there's a particular village we, we visit uh, virtually every year, every September. Uh, and and um, I, I can tell you miracles upon miracles of what God uh, did in that, in that village, quite about, about 10 or 11 hours from Lagos um, um, in, the, in the middle belt, Kogi State to be precise. They, they, they are called the Igala people, um, and we, 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 the Lord helped us to do a lot of work, including building schools and um, and also clinic for them in that village. And uh, every year we do what we call medical outreach. We went with uh, those who are medical doctors among us. Who come pharmacists will bring in their drugs. Uh, we did vitals, um, you know, uh, and recommend appropriate treatment for for some of them. Mm. You know, which, which, so, so it's it's a decade of of the gospel. I will say, I will say. My, um, uh, if you will, curiosity, and maybe some of my listeners um, uh, is pretty much piqued by you. Pretty much started doing missionary work and. That to me says your relationship with God went to another level. Could could you describe your relationship with God? Because you've mentioned it throughout the decades. What is it that has kept you in faith? Ooh. Okay, first and foremost, um, reading of the scriptures and applying it to my life as the very first thing, which of course, will lead me to pray. And um, from the very beginning, I learned the art of fasting. Uh, so when I say that I pray for my children, I also we also fast. Sometimes three days, sometimes seven days, sometimes uh, well, I've done forty days once, uh, sometimes twenty-one days. Um, so, and, and I I got to know from the scriptures that. There's no way you will, you will 
be associated with someone without having to uh, cut some of his um, character to rub on you. Uh, Jesus says in um, Matthew eleven twenty eight, he says, Come unto me, all you who labor and, uh, and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Then the next verse goes on to say, Learn of me. So I've been, I've been learning of Jesus, and in learning about Jesus, that has really helped me to be to be humble, to be um, to be. Uh, of course, there's nothing to. It's nothing that I want to uh, arrogate to myself. I mean, I, I don't come from a royal family or anything. I don't come from a family where they have uh, ministers and so on, professors and all of that. But uh, it, some of the qualities of, of Jesus actually rub so strongly on us that um, that we we we. Uh, I, in fact, there's nothing that I'll give 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 for for that. You know, I, I usually tell people I'm a full-time Christian, and they say, "What do you mean?" I say, "Whether in my place of work, whether in my secular business, of course, there's nothing like secular because God owns everything." Um, I said, uh, I'm, I'm an unrepentant uh, follower of Jesus. Uh, and um, so that, that's what I mean. I mean, following him, learning of him, uh, some of his traits, of course, have brought so much on me that I, 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 I'll, uh, I'll recommend him. <laughs> I you recommend, recommend him, him highly. Him. Yeah, very highly. Very highly. So a lot of cynical uh, situations have, have pretty much come about because of the way people who portray themselves as, Christ as Christians have shown the world what Christianity isn't, in my opinion. And a lot of people view Christianity with cynicism and term it as a religion, which those of us who are Christians know it isn't. And it's been a personal relationship. So what I would like for you to please share with the listeners is how is it personalized? So we're not talking about, uh, about um, the principles or, if you will, the edicts of how you should be as a Christian. What is, what, how is Jesus personalized to you is the question. Follow us on Instagram at Speak Podcast, and you will find each guest has an interesting fact or picture to share with you. Let's get back to the interview. Hmm. That's a very deep one. Um, uh, can, you, can you rephrase the question? Uh, okay, let me see if I can, if I get you right. Let me, let me try to repeat what you mean. Um, so we're not talking about other people. We're not talking about missions. We're not talking about um, about um, evangelism. But we're talking about how how real he is to me. Yes. As a person. Fine. Good. Um, I don't know if if when I say that Jesus is all and all to me, in the sense that the the more I read the the, the scriptures of the of the Bible, I see Jesus on every page. I see Jesus on every page, and as much as I can, I I I try to follow those principles, whether or not it's offensive to others, is not 
it's not really uh, it's not really very important to me. But I mean, uh, when I say offensive to others, I mean I, I wouldn't. I'll 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 be careful to to um, to mind the feelings of others. But when it comes to to following Jesus um, personally. I I do it without reservation, so it does not really, really matter to me who I mean the call me names. Okay, let me give you one example, just one, because of our time. Um, when we first arrived in Nigeria, there were certain things that I I my wife and I decided that see we are going to Christian. I mean we're going to Nigeria. And your Christian faith will be tried. One of the things we wouldn't do, I we wouldn't buy the so-called um, Ashwabi, they call it. You know, every little thing in Nigeria, you have to buy this, you have to buy that, you have to, you have to um, uniform, you have to. Okay, so this is pretty much um, uh, buying the same material that you sew into something to wear to an occasion, a family or friend's occasion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, um, and one typical example was that my my father's first first wife died several years back, and they said we would we would buy this uniform, and it, in those days it was just six hundred naira. And I said, I, and I refused to buy. And the, the, the very honest truth, and I'm speaking the truth now, my children's school fees then was only about maybe 200 naira, and I've not paid. And then you want me to come and buy a, a uniform for 600 naira for, 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 for someone who has died? So, I mean, people turn that to be fanat, fanat, fanatism, you know. Um, um, and I just, I just, I refuse to. So there are certain things that I personally would refuse to, to condescend as low as doing. Uh, take another uh, case, for instance. Um, you are dancing uh, on a, in an occasion or in a, in a party, and then people bring out brand new notes to, to spray. I don't know, spray <laughs> to give to 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 the celebrant on while while he or she is dancing. Mm. Meanwhile, you go to church with crumbled notes, dirty notes, and you wouldn't give God brand new notes in the church. But yet you go to the bank and you change naira notes, very clean ones. And go and spread, spend it in a party. In a party, I said no, I wouldn't do that. And several other things that we stood against. And I, I and I'm a well, people have I don't know. I, I, I don't just attend any parties. Not, and when I get there, in the Nigerian society, they want you to get there, to sit down from morning till evening. Once I spend about one or two hours, I'm off. I mean, that was the point. So, so Jesus. Um, in a way, has anything I uh, I cannot see him do, or I don't see him do, or I'm not specifically instructed mm. in my spiritual mind to do, 
I stay away from it. That's the truth. I run away from it. Yeah. So personally, I don't know if that answers the question, but 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 personally, that's that's what I would say. Okay, thank you for sharing that perspective that you personally have um, on on Jesus and therefore being a Christian. So, would you agree with the statement that Christianity is not a religion; it's a relationship? It's a relationship. A walk, a, a, a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Mm. It's, not, it's not, you know. If you say you're a Christian and you are doing something else, that uh, and unfortunately, uh, pulpits in Nigeria um, uh, have been have been bastardized. They preach what the what Paul calls another gospel, yeah. another. So the many people you see in the church today in Nigeria, particularly, are there. I call them refugees. Refugees in the sense that they they are running away from witches and wizards. They want a breakthrough in their businesses. They want God to bless them with the beautiful houses. And when they buy one, they want to buy another one. They want to buy a Range Rover. They want to buy a Mercedes. So, uh, not so most people just go to church not for relationship, but for things like mm. God who bless them for things, you mm. know, which which I'm against. Mm. Mm. So on that note, um, fully understanding where you are as a strong believer in this decade, um, looking back, is there anything you, you now reflect on as in, oh, so that's what was going on then, or anything you would do differently given the chance? Um, well, in Christianity, I don't think, I, well, okay, let me, let me also say this, maybe, I could have, uh, sometimes I, 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 I ruminate on that. Maybe I should have actually been a full-time, um, a full-time pastor. Or okay. a full-time, uh, I would have gone to Bible school and all of that. Uh, you know, um, so the much I know are things that I, that I actually learned personally from the scriptures. But maybe I would have. Maybe I would have done better as a full-time minister. I hope so. I guess, I mean, that's looking back, looking back. Yes. Mm, mm. Okay. You would have had a career change in your 50s then, given the chance oh, yes, is what I hear. Yes, I would have. I would have. Yes, I would have. Yes. Okay. So on that note, listeners, um, we're going to close out going a sixth decade and move into his seventh and eighth, because as he shared with us, he's in his early seventies and we would catch you on the next decade. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.